Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 68 today. Today's topic is Snowfall. We have made it to season two, and we will be recapping episode nine and ten. And we will pick back up in about a week on Snowfall. You know, we're not going to stop recording on other content, but... um, The TV show You that I've been talking about, it does drop out Friday. And by it comes on Netflix, they just dropped the whole season out. So I'm probably going to have a fun weekend where we recap the TV show You for a couple days and probably early next week. Of course, we're going to do our BMF. I want to recap the show Queens that come out, uh, I want to say Monday or Tuesday. So I'll drop that episode as well. And then next, the following weekend, we'll go ahead and pick up on our snowfall series when it hits season three baby for the ones who ain't seen it fire and then season when we uh recap season four then we'll be caught up to early this early next year they normally drop it i want to say last year they dropped it in march so march season five will drop and you know we'll do the weekly episodes um like we do on all our other shows I just got done watching an interview. It was a real fire interview for XL. So check that out on um, YouTube for all my power and BMF watchers. Uh, 50 Cent, he had him, the young guy who plays Kanan, Lil Meech, um, the one who plays Tariq, uh, Tommy. That was a dope interview. So they are bringing out heat. I know after Power Book 2 comes out in November, the next show will be Tommy. So, you know, 50 Cent keeping us busy on this platform because we re- we support everything he does. Um, we love our shows on Stars by him. So we'll be recapping those weekly as well as they drop. Um, that's pretty much it for the church announce- church announcements for the podcast. Uh, if you need to find me on my social media platforms, it's Alicia Shanice. You can find me on Facebook or IG, however you prefer, um, Alicia Shanice. You can hit me up on my email if you um, have any business ventures or, you know, need to email me anything, uh, Alicia Shanice 13 at gmail.com. Don't forget, I've been telling y'all about that fire book. I've been, I, I did read. Um, you know, we support books over here, and I support Gully TV's platform. He's on YouTube. He has over a hundred thousand subscribers. He has some dope, authentic, raw content. He covers sports, hip hop, fashion. I mean, he he got some dope interviews with some just some real legends out there. So check him out. Um, and check that book out. It is called Some Things I've Been Through. It's a memoir by Jamil from Gully TV. So cop that book. It is on Amazon. Don't forget doors open October 25th for Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. Um, it will be $10 off any service with the flyer. Uh, they'll be specializing in mineral detox, body wraps, vaginal steams, iconic foot baths and colonics, mineral detox, body wrap, body wraps, uh, vaginal steams, Korean hip baths, Himalayan salt and fair sauna therapy, and much more doors open on October 25th. You can book your appointment at www.ambiencehealthspot.com and you can like them and follow them on Facebook and IG ambience health and wellness spa. So you know, health is wealth. And in the times we're living in now, stress is at an all-time high. Why not come in and get your spa day on? 
that's it for the church announcements. Don't forget, one more time, Alicia Shanice for Facebook and IG. Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. So my email, if you need to email me for anything, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. Um, if you love music, follow me on Spotify. All of my playlists are public. Um, I made them all titled Shanice Loves. It's under the channel Alicia Shanice on Spotify, but the uh, playlists are all titled Shanice Loves and it has every genre on there. So on that note, let's go ahead and break down and dissect Snowfall Season 2, Episode 9 and 10. Sit back and enjoy and let's get into the show. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Man, these two episodes was fire. I remember the first time that I did watch them, they left me on the edge of my seat and fiending for more. Okay, so you guys know when we left off of recapping episode eight, Kevin had just got shot. We know everything that went down with Lucia and Lorena having her and Gustavo in custody and everything. So it opens up and we see Franklin and Leon. They're running into the cookhouse. Leon is pissed off. He's worried about Kevin. Franklin is more nervous, but he does not think that Kevin is dead. He thinks he only hit him in the leg. And, you know, we can just see all the tension in the house and the nervousness. But when we go to um, scene two, we get Matt. Matt is getting tortured, baby. (laughs) They're holding guns up to his head, his, you know, just got the guns all up in his face, just making him do coke for two days straight. But Avi shows up looking like he ready to save the day because, you know, he's looking for his money. But as soon as he samples some of that coke and knows it's coming straight from Colombia and these is the Colombians that they've been getting their stuff from, he joins the damn party. But, you know... This scene was just a mess. I have to admit, I felt bad for Matt. I'm sorry, I felt bad for Matt. That that they were straight torturing this man. And remember, he kind of he really didn't even want to be a part of this. Teddy begged him to stay because remember he was ready to go back down to Kansas with his dad and get back to his life. So, you know, he did. His brother asked him to stay. He stayed, and now he's all in this mess. So we go into the next scene and Jerome and Louis show up to look out for Franklin like they always do. You know, Jerome and Louis, they they hold Franklin down and, you know, they just trying to get stuff together so they can go and find out information and see what they got to do to help him and Leon out. And we go into the next scene and we see Lorena. She is pressing Lucia for names. Lucia ends up giving up Franklin's name quick. First, she says, you know, that wasn't a part of my deal. But she hands over his name quick when that immunity gets to, you know, juggling in her ear. She's like, you're going to lose everything. So she 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 tosses Franklin to the wolves. So we get into the next scene. 
And <clears throat> Franklin and Leon, they're arguing. They're going back and forth. They see shit different with Kevin. Leon is looking at it like from the emotion side. And Franklin is looking at it from the business side. And it's actually smarter. Leon is like, you know, if it came between me and the homies, I would have went and rolled down on everybody. Franklin is like, no, that's not how this business work. And it's a good thing you ain't in charge. Delroy and Victor went out and did something stupid. That was going to cost us all our lives if we would have went out and started a war for somebody we weren't ready for. They weren't going to hold a candle. They look small crew against, you know, <clears throat> the essays over there from stomping them. They weren't going to hold a, a candle. So Franklin and Franklin's been over there and almost got tossed and killed out of that car almost before Gustavo saved him. So he knows what they're about. And, you know, Leon don't see it that way. Leon is thinking from emotions. He's just thinking like, I'm ready to ride. And that would have been much worse if they would have went to war. So they looking at it from two different sides of the coin. And, we go into the next scene and we got mama sissy and pal um <clears throat> and papa Alton. they talking listening to that old good old luther vandross don't you know that that's the song <laughs> this whole playlist is fire i got that saved um too if you guys check my playlist out so we go into um uh, we they're you know they're talking about giving up the house because sissy don't want to live in a house that was paid off in drug money so they're kind of like going back and forth. She's like, do you think I'm crazy for giving up this house? And, you know, where, where they're discussing that, they get a knock at the door. And we got the two detectives asking about Franklin. And as, you know, they, they cut in and they go in and it shows them walking out. And as they're walking out, here come punk ass Andre just doing too much. You know, like what kind of neighbor are, I understand you a cop. But remember, he spends a lot of time with Sissy. Like, you know, that's his friend. And he just volunteers the information to the two, two detectives. Like, you know, I've been knowing the boy all my life. He ain't been doing too good. I'm just like, Andre, go sit your ass down somewhere. <sighs> so we go into the next scene. And since Ivy has joined the party, at least Matt get a break from, you know, his for his nose. He get a break. Uh, <clears throat> he gets a break for his nose because Ivy didn't join the party, honey. They playing a game of guns and coke. They shooting up in the air. They, they just doing the most. And the cops show up because they shooting. This is a very nice neighborhood. They partying too loud. And, you know, the cops show up. And, you know, Matt, <laughs> he like, he like the cops. The, the cops are here <laughs> these fools like well get rid of them and poor matt he high out of his mind because he'd been forced to you know do coke for two days straight and he goes out there with the two cops at first i thought that was star lord from galaxy of the guardian but i don't think that was him that looked just like him one of the cops but as you know they're putting them on you know they're interrogating him getting ready to put him in they did put him in cups teddy arrives just in time and Teddy used his good old CIA connections and, you know, brought up the operations, the division and chief. And, you know, like, he, I mean, not the operations the division and chief. He brought up one of the, the high up detectives and he like, you know, that's a good friend of mine. I, why don't we just check in with him? So he saves the day just in time like he always does to cover his ass. 
And, you know, he's just he has just made it from D.C. working out that deal to get the DEA off of off of them. So it jumps over and we see Teddy has also used his CIA connections, that CIA rank, a.k.a. AKA crack in America, but he's used that and the operations division of chief in Washington has called Lorena's and their whole task force off of the Venezuela family. They shut it down and <clears throat> Lorena whole case has dropped. She is livid, pissed and coming from somebody who, you know, was doing she was doing her job she was doing her job so coming from her point I would be pissed too if I was in that situation um but you know (laughs) it just shows you how much clout Teddy had with his camp with the operation he's in to get this whole case dropped but remember he had to give two people over well, he had to give somebody up. Like they weren't just going to let them off. So he gave up the Colombian. So it kind of is a trade for a trade because now he's pissed at, you know, looking at what they've done to his brother. But she is pissed and she got to let <coughs> Lucia Lucy and Gustavo go. <laughs> they, they, they free. It ain't nothing more she can do. So we're going to the next scene. And Mama Sissy shows up in rage. And... <coughs> This is when we first learn that Kevin is actually dead, she tells Jerome. And, you know, they kind of go back and forth. And, you know, it leads into a small argument. But it also ends up leading into Jerome giving Sissy a wake-up call. You know, he's telling her, like, look, you always talking about what you did for me. But that house that, you know, your son just paid off, I put the down payment on that house. Your man didn't do it off flipping burgers. And... It wasn't me who turned Franklin this way. We all had a hand in it, and he going to do what he want to do anyway. I mean, he gave her a a wake-up call, you know, and he like, if you can accept him, you still have time to have him in your life. So I think that kind of gave her another look at things when he actually said those words out loud. So we go into the next scene and Louie goes to see the cops that Claudia has on payroll and they go inside and get, get some info information, you know, cause she want to know what's going on with Kevin. And it goes to the next scene right after that. And we see Franklin and Leon, they end up talking and realize Lucia gave them up. You know, they come to that conclusion when they put everything together, when they finally stop arguing and, you know, they, they, they talking now and they figuring out everything. But in the meantime, after that, it goes back and Teddy finally gets, um, gets into his office and, now that the DEA is off their ass, he pays Avi. And, you know, Avi, like, never ask me again to front you this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So now that they finally can get in that office where they had the money to pay him, they just couldn't get in there because, you know, they was getting the surveillance. He hands Avi the money. But poor Matt, he is in bad condition. His He falls over. His nose gets to bleeding. And, you know, the other CIA agent, she takes him home to get an IV put in him. And you can tell this, this fucks Teddy up bad. He kind of falls down. You could tell 
you can tell he he is hurt because he know that this is his fault. You know, this this it is. It, this is his fault, and you, this is messing with him bad. So we go into the next scene, and Jerome and Louis they show up back at the cookhouse with bad news. <sighs> they tell him Kevin is dead, and not only that, not only did you kill your best friend, but the detectives that they looking for you, bruh. They got your name. They didn't been to your mama house. And, you know, he's he's just in shock. He like, I only shot him in the leg, but he hit a main artery. So, you know, Leon, he livid. He runs out pissed because they've been friends since diapers, since the playground. And they were three best friends, brothers. Leon is pissed. And... Not only, you know, that, but they have more bad news. It's a federal witness, Lorena, the DEA. She witnessed it. So now it ain't no coming out of this from what we know right there, right? It's, there's no coming out of this. They got a federal witness and everything. So Leon, he runs out. In the first place he goes, he goes to get some food and, you know, takes it to Wanda. But when he makes it home, he see Wanda then broke out. Wanda is gone. She didn't. She done broke out. <laughs> we go into the next scene and Louis and Jerome, they trying to like put together a plan to get Franklin out of town. Louis is down for Franklin. She like, look, I make one call and he can go with my people's in Baton Rouge. No questions. My people's got him. So they ready to send him down south. Yeah, you know, they kind of coming up with a plan, getting stuff together. But when they leave, Franklin calls Sissy, but Alton picks up the phone and you can tell that he wants to help. He keeps he keeps like, you know, asking him like, son, where are you? Let me help. And you can kind of tell Franklin wants to say something and he's kind of getting ready to. But Leon walks through the door and comes back in. So he kind of hang well, he hangs up the phone on Alton. But, you know, Leon, he come back calm and, you know, tells him, you know, word is out. Everybody's saying Kev is dead. Everybody know he did. And everybody think you have something to do with it. But, Leon, like I told you guys from day one, this is Franklin's day one. Like, he hold Franklin down no matter what. And he let him know, like, no, I covered for you. I told him, you know, that's just LAPD trying to set you up. So after that, well, Franklin tells him, you know, that he might have to get out of town for a while. And, you know, can he get him a car? So we go into the next scene. And Lorena's not stupid. She know the big call from D.C. came from the pilot and his partner. You know, she is livid. She's ready to quit her job. She's like, you know what the hell with it? And her boss is like, well, we are, you know, we do get the big bus on the uh, Colombians from the Cali cartel. She don't even want to be there. And that's a bigger deal because you, um, you're actually the, the Venezuela. Those were the middlemen. They were just selling the coke. But she got connected. And plus they killed Pedro, which was her witness. And, you know, her informant. But, um that's a bigger bus getting somebody from the Cali cartel because you're getting it from the connect to bringing it over here but she's livid she ain't trying to hear it she pissed she about ready she about ready to quit that job so we go into the next scene 
and we see crazy dude who killed Delroy and Victor. He shows up. Whew. He puts a whooping on Lucia. I mean, a brutal ass whooping on her. He kicking her like th this man got some type of superpower. Even when he killed Delroy and Victor, like what the hell is he on? I mean, he beat the hell out of Lucia. He like kicked her like with some hard kicks repeatedly in her stomach. But you know, our boy, our boy Oso, Oso gonna show up and show out for Lucia. So they kind of, you know, they get the fight in, but dude with that knife, he quick, he gets slashing up Oso. They kind of fall, fall out the window. Lucia comes out bussing, but <laughs> she shoots him. But this dude is like the fucking hawk. He, he, he didn't die. He got shot and he took off running. And, you know, Lucia breaks down crying. She's kind of hovering off, hovering over Oso, like, you know, please Oso, like crying over him. So it kind of leaves, you know, if it was your first time watching, it leaves you like with the blank, like what happened to Oso? Did he die? Because they don't show them no more. And that was their last scene for season two. So um, after that, um, Lorena, she goes to the office <laughs> and introduces herself to Teddy. He uses his one line of the future that he uses many, many times that we first heard from Alejandro when he told him in season one, season one, episode one. Cause she goes in there, you know, they're kind of going back and forth. He like, oh, I thought it was a a man. She like, yeah, they always do. And, you know, she wants to know more. And he like, I'm gonna tell you about all of this, but I'm gonna need a drink first. <laughs> and remember that's what that's what uh Alejandro told him at first when Alejandro had to explain everything that him and the other CIA agent was doing. He like, let me explain this over a bite to eat. <laughs> so we go into the next scene and this was a heartbreaking scene. I felt this shit. Franklin goes to visit his mother. They have a you know when he walks in she's she's worried she's asking Alton like do you have you heard anything and when she hears her son's voice that relief and you know they give a heartfelt goodbye lots of hugs apologies you know goodbyes explanations you know he tells her you know he's sorry and you know how he killed Leon which has been his brother forever and in the midst of them talking the cops show up and you know he goes to take off he goes to take off and we got punk ass Andre Andre gets on my nerves <laughs> in this episode because he was just he was just doing too much he was doing way too much here he come we get this beautiful monologue and you know here he comes and he like i knew you couldn't stay away from your mama and when he walk outside the whole house is surrounded and you got sissy like don't hurt him don't hurt him like this was a very strong heartbreaking scene and we see um, franklin rolling around i mean ro ro in the back on his way, on his way in, on his way in, y'all. Uh, I 
understand Andre was being a good cop, but this nigga was just doing too much, man. And they took my boy Franklin in, and they got that good Otis Redding playing. You don't miss your water. Baby, let me tell y'all something. If it's one artist that does it for me, it's Otis Redding. And that made this scene even more heartbreaking for me. And that was episode nine. <laughs> Let's go to episode 10. That was a strong episode. But when we get to episode 10, titled Education, and I didn't even say what was the title for episode nine. Let me go see. Episode nine was The Aftermath. Sorry, I didn't read the title to y'all at first. Sorry, guys. But episode 10, education. Now, this was a strong episode with a lot of emotions and a lot of good acting. And after we just seen that, all of that, all of that happened with Lucia, Lorena, Teddy and Matt and Franklin and his family. And we go into the next scene. It opens with Lorena. She doing what she do best identifying <laughs> identifying our boy Franklin you know she like yeah that was him that was him no question <laughs> so that's the federal witness you know we looking like how the hell he about to get out of this and then it goes to the opening and we get the snowfall letters and now we're seeing all the letters that are slowly starting to catch on fire remember I said every episode it kind of shows you what's going on in South Central or LA at that time you know first we started seeing the sprinklers sprinkles of the powder but now we're starting to see it catch on fire so um we see Franklin when it comes back after the um the, uh intro. We see Franklin is getting booked, fingerprinted, pictured up, stripped down, bent over, cough. <sighs> Damn Franklin. Our boy Franklin is in central booking. Franklin calls Jerome. He like, look, a lawyer, ASAP. A-S-A-P. Jerome, like, we own it. So as soon as he gets in the cell, they already they already sit him on the floor. <laughs> you know, you can just already tell, like, oh my God, it's, it's about to be bad. You got the old man in the back with the accent, like the government set me up. <laughs> you got the other dude telling him, like, shut the fuck up. What I tell you about all that? So you could just see, like, all right. They about to they about to go in. They about to go in on this on this particular episode. So after that, the lawyer he does show up quickly, giving false hope. He like, look, this your first offense. You gonna get bail granted in two days. So Franklin, you know, he like, all right, bet I, I can handle this for two days. But after that, during Lorena and Teddy's conversation. We get, you know, they're out sitting, talking. They're kind of going back and forth like, so, you know, your war is better than mine. Because, you know, the DEA and we have discussed this um, multiple times when we cover narcos, when we cover our documentaries in, um, for the cartels. I've stated this numerous times, not numerous times. I'm not saying there wasn't anybody bad on in the DEA, of course, but most of 
the DEA agents, they were trying to stop narcotics. They were trying to stop all of this. They they were not a part of this. But when you get to the other alphabet letters, the CIA, that that was something different. And we have seen it in every show that we've covered that go that ties in hand in hand. We've seen it in Narcos. We've seen a CIA agent who helped Miguel Felix with the guns. You know, we've seen it. We're seeing it in Snowfall. Hell, we covered the last Narc documentary. That one was that one was um whew. That that I have to say that documentary was the best documentary I've ever seen, and I've watched a lot of them. That one was chilling, and we if you if you covered it with me or you watched it, you seen how they got down. So you know they're kind of going back and forth like about whose fight is bigger, whose war is is more important, and we get a little history lex history lesson on why Nixon. He even started the um, the DEA in the first place. It was a whistleblow to keep minorities under, <laughs> baby, which pretty much is what happened. You know, with Nixon and then with Reagan coming in right after. And then the third strike law, don't get me started. But, you know, we kind of get a little history lesson. So they put a lot of truth in this show. That's why I love it. It's so authentic. And that's why I loved it covering Narcos first and then Snowfall. Because like I said, it goes hand in hand. It, it's a different show, different ethnicities. Got my words twisted. Ethnicities. I can't even get my word out right now. We got two different. And they all tie in with each other. And we see how the government had a hand in hand. We see you know, how they got the shit over here, what it did, who got locked up, who got murdered. Like it was a domino effect and crazy. So we got a little history lesson there. And he tells her like, look, if you let me go ahead and continue this. And after we win the war, cause you know, that's all Teddy care about is winning, you know, winning this war for Contras. You're like, after we win this war, then I'll give over everybody to you. All my assets, you can hand them. I'll give over the cartels. And, you know, you'll have, you can make the biggest bust in your career. So she basically joins forces with Teddy. <clears throat> we go into the next scene. And we see the essays. They Jack Franklin for his shoes. Franklin, get, Franklin gets a wake-up call and a humbling experience at the same damn time. It goes straight into the Belling hearing. And we got Sissy, Alton, Jerome, Louie, and his day one Leon. They all show up. And the bill is denied. So he just knew he was getting out. But with that DEA witness... With them, they finding him a flight risk because of the money they found, the fake ID they found. His bail got denied, and that shakes his world up. So we go back in after court. We got our boy, Dub C, from the West Side Connection. He in the lineup talking shit <laughs> to the guards. Fun fact about Dub C, he has a lot to do with this show behind the scenes. Um... He is there like in every filming, every production um, to make sure the authenticity 
stays in there from the LA, the gang culture, from, you know, the street politics. And that was, you know, brought on by John Singleton. So he is on, he is on there. He's a part of the show to make sure everything is legit. He works with, um, the guy who plays, uh, Franklin, um, to help him with like, you know, the street slang over there. So yeah, he, he, he has a major part in this show behind the scenes. We go into the next scene. And as soon as Franklin get back in, gets back in there, he witnesses a serious beatdown. <sighs> this dude is getting a real wake-up call. I feel bad for him. <sighs> then he look over and who we see walking over to him. Child. Ray Ray. A.K.A. Famil from BMF Show. He walk over there preaching. His brother block love. We got to stick together. We had our differences out there, but you know, we ain't here. So we got to hold each other down, you know? And then we kind of peep over in the other little corner and we see the dude, he over there, he kind of like tying up his little covers, playing with it, looking at it, dissecting it. So he's like, what the hell going on? And you got Ray Ray. Ray Ray just sitting there just doing the most. So Franklin like, all right. But Franklin kind of looking at him like, nigga, I, I ain't stupid now. You know, Franklin ain't dumb. Later that night, though, while Franklin sleep, all that stuff Brother Love was preaching, Mr. Ray Ray, him and his boys come over there. They beat the shit out of Franklin. I'm talking about... They beat they beat Franklin up so bad. I wanted to go help him, and I would have got beat up too. They they beat his ass. I I felt I felt bad. I felt that, and you know he up there punching and punching and come back kicking. It's for Lenny, nigga. And I'm like, uh, first of all, sir, you killed Lenny, not Franklin. Now chill before we get Lamar to come beat your ass. <laughs> That's for my BMF watchers. That's for my BMF watchers. We're going to get Lamar on Ray Ray, a.k.a. Famille. So I, I feel bad for Franklin. You know what? It's getting on my nerves that I couldn't get that word out. Ethnicity, right? Ethnicity. I kept, I'm like, hold on. Why was my words getting tongue twisted like that? Okay. So now that I feel better that I got that word out and pronounced right, and I can speak English, um, we get into... The next scene after my poor Franklin got beat down, and <clears throat> they fucked Franklin up. He crying because you know he laid on the ground to the next day, and then you know when they took him to get looked at, he's crying. You got the older guard looking at him like this young boy ain't even built for this, you know. <sighs> felt so bad for Franklin so we go into the next scene and we get my favorite scene of this whole entire series because I felt this shit and Franklin gets a visitor baby we got Uncle Jerome and Leon soon as soon as Jerome walk over and look at Franklin it his face, his face just like, oh, shit, nephew. So he, he think the Mexicans did it. He's like, who did this to you, the motherfucking Mexicans? He's like, no, 
Ray Ray. Guess he ain't like what happened to Lenny. <laughs> Jerome, Jerome, Jerome. Jerome, baby, he gets to he gets he gets to preaching. He like, let me tell you something. You tell him I know where his mama stay, where his grandmama stay, where his great grandma. I mean, he get the name of everybody. He like, I know where his whole family stay, and we gonna be on some real federal ten commandments type shit here. I mean, Jerome, Jerome is hurt. He's pissed, and he ready to kill everybody in Ray Ray family. And you know, he like, you ain't see, wanted to come see you, but it's two visitors at a time. And this nigga, this nigga wanted to come. So we get our boy Leon. Leon sits down. He grabs that phone. He gives a speech of a lifetime. He like, you know what? I want you to keep your head up in here, man. I've been here. I, I know how you feel, man. But but this ain't your fault. You know, Franklin like, no, Lee, it's good. He like, keep fighting, keep fighting. Because when you go back in there, you grab the first nigga you see and you beat the shit out of him. I can't, I can't say like Leah, man, I felt that. I felt that from my heart to my soul. I felt like Leah was kicking me up, ready to go off a war. And he like, you show them who the F you is. <laughs> Leah, Leah did that shit. Leah did that. I, you know what? Like I said, hell, when I sit and I first seen that, it's, it sent chills up my spine because Leon. Boy, oh my God, Leon felt that, and Leon loved Franklin. They are brothers, and you know when they see his face like that, that hurt him. That hurt him. He told him, he told him like, bro, you go back in there and you grab the first one you see, and you beat the fuck out of him, and you let them know who you is. Like, let them know who you is out here in these streets. And then he like, look at this nigga face. And then he get the slam in the phone. He like, F this phone. Man, I love that scene. Ooh, I felt that. So we go into the next scene. And as soon as, you know, he walks back in, instead of doing what Leon told him, he got his head down. He walking, just slumping his little feet. He ain't got no shoes on, them socks dirty, baby. And we still we still see Ray Ray. Him and his crew, they plotting for a whole nother beatdown. And we can still see the dude playing with the 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 cover and everything else. He he like ripping it up. So, you know, at first you're like, what is he doing? You know, it ain't really coming to you right there. But um the lights out. Lights go out, nighttime. Franklin laying down, Ray Ray and his crew. They tiptoeing back over there. And as they're walking over there, we see what it was doing. And he hangs himself. And that was tough to watch. That was like another conversation. That's for a whole nother conversation. And on a serious note, it shows what this institution does to our young boys. On a serious note. You know, it shows that these boys get locked up. A lot of them get innocent. You know, I, I know it's a lot of gang banging, a lot of street stuff, but it's a lot of young boys who get locked up who didn't even do it. And they can't handle it. And they didn't do anything. And they get treated like animals in there. And this was a strong reality scene of what the institution does to our young boys. But like I said, 
I don't want to get too serious. I know we're trying to enjoy, you know, the show, but I like talking about real topics, you know, intertwined with the shows, but that's a whole nother conversation. But we go into the next scene and we see Sissy and Alton. They show up. And this was a very strong scene. And it actually brought the beast out of Franklin. It brought it what it needed to bring out of him. As soon as Sissy sees his face, and she's just being a mother. No mother wants to see their son like that. And she breaks down and he gets out and grab the phone and he like he like man tell her to shut the tell her if she can't control herself get the fuck out because you know that'll make him look weak and then you know he'll he already going through it in there and Alton is trying to be the best he can be and he's trying to uplift him you know tell him it's gonna be okay keep your head up I've been here and Franklin loses it this was a strong scene. It was heartfelt and it was very realistic because this happens. And Franklin gets to going off. And Alan tried. He tried. And Franklin gets to going off. They have to pull him out of there. And, you know, he goes back in there and he does exactly what Leon told him to do. He sees somebody standing on the phone. He goes and he punches the shit out of him. He grabs them shoes. He gets jumped, of course. You know, the dudes come over there jumping him. And, you know, the guards kind of got to grab him back. But shit, why they grabbing and tugging? He holding on to them shoes. <laughs> he wasn't letting them shoes go. <laughs> and I felt that. I'm like, you know what? Keep them shoes. You know, you can your ass beat, but hold on to them shoes, Franklin. So they take him to the Oh, <laughs> and he he did he did what had to be done. He understood the motherfucking assignment. He grabbed them shoes and they took him to the hole. But you know he did get his ass beat again. Franklin, like I said, season one and season two, we've seen a lot of Franklin getting that ass beat. But I I don't think we're gonna see too much more of that for my new people who watching it. <laughs> so we go into the next scene and. Like I said, that went out and that brought the beast out of him. And that for him to be the man and him to be running, you know, his organization, for him to be the man out here in them streets, it had to come out of him. You got to be tougher if you're going to last in this game. So we go into the next scene. And when he gets out the hole, I guess he didn't thought about it. He done thought about what Leon said, and he done took about all he can take. He walk over there to Ray Ray, and he reminds him just who he is. And he like, my people's out, out there. They know where your grandmama stay. They know where this stay. They know where you, she stay, he stay. He gets to reading off the address, and Ray Ray look at him at first like a joke. That he like, nigga, you know. Don't forget about Lenny. And that gives Ray Ray a wake up call and he calms the fuck down because we was getting ready to call Lamar on that ass for my BMF watchers who know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so that's enough of Ray Ray. We don't want to see him no more. And <clears throat> we get into the next scene. My nigga Franklin goes to get on that phone. He calls the one he knows can get the job done of what he needs done. Aunt Louie. 
Louis goes and pays a trip to Reed, a.k.a. Teddy. She pleads Franklin's case. First, Teddy is a little hesitant, but he's listening to everything she says. And she lis- he listens, and she gives a hell of a speech. And Teddy does what Teddy does. He pulls those connections. He meets up with Lorena. He has Lorena retracts that statement. And Mr. Young shows up with good news at that damn jail. Franklin going home. <laughs> Franklin is going home. See, that that frustration and anger he got out with Alton, it brought the beast out of him. And on top of that, him getting put in that hole, it made him think. And it made that brain, because Franklin is smart, and it made him think. And he 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 manned up. But it this this was necessary because like I said, it brought the beast out of him, but it also woke him up and gave him a reality check and a very humbling experience where at times he did need because he was he's very smart and business savvy, but sometimes he was getting beside himself. But this was a reality check and a a humbling experience I feel he needed. You know, I felt bad for him, you know, every time he got beat down. But, you know, hey. So we go into the next scene. And Franklin, he goes to see Kevin at his gravesite at the cemetery. And we see Kevin Hamilton, 1963 to 1984. Teddy shows up. And it has like Franklin talking in the background to Louis. And uh, Franklin is starting to connect the dots. And it has him talking in the background about how he did everything right and fixed everything. He went as much as he could, of course. He went to go see Avi. And, you know, Avi got played out of the situation. So he paid Avi $80,000, called it reparations. They kind of talked. He figured out that Avi is bringing guns over here for Reed. So he putting two and two together and he realizing that, you know, Teddy might work for the government. And he putting together the war and the Contras and Nicaragua. But then it goes back and it shows him and Teddy talking. And we see the operation continues. The operation continues. And... <sighs> He gets to talking back to Louie. He like, I think our man Reed Thompson ain't just no drug dealer. I think he he works for the government. And I think that means we work for him too. And they do. That will be called a CIA asset. <laughs> and that was my recap for season two, episode 10. I hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> that was two strong episodes. I mean... It's some really dope actors in the show. I love this show. This is one of my favorite shows out. You know, I support everything 50 Cent does. Of course, we recap everything he does. But I decided the power universe and everything he has going on the stars. I think this is like one of the best shows out. And I love on how because I love on how they intertwine with what was really happening. And Narcos is one of my favorite shows too. Like, like Fifty Cent shows, I support them all. I love them all. All of them. 
Very, very good shows. BMF, I love that one even more because I'm from Michigan. And that's based off a true story. And it's home. So BMF, I love that. That 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 already got a special place in my heart. Not to mention is I was at the BMF premiere and being able to watch that first episode with the cast and everything I'm trying to do with my career and getting into the media game, writing my book. That was so inspiring, like so inspiring. So, but as far as that, with this Narcos and this Snowfall, they all tie together. And they're so authentic. I love this show. So let's just take a week off from Snowfall. We'll pick back up probably the end of next week because I love this show, You. So um, we'll just take a little break and cover that because they're going to Friday. They drop all 10 episodes. So what I'll do is I'll do two at a time. We'll do You. We'll do maybe one and two together. You know how we do over here. And we'll cover Queens, BMF. And then when we get those few episodes out, We'll do a uh, snowfall. We'll continue that at the end of next week. And I think I'm going to recap Big Sky again. That might just be a brief recap, not a long one. So I do hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys are enjoying snowfall. I'm telling you, it only gets better and better. And um, that that's pretty much it. Don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice, um, Facebook, IG, you know, Spotify playlist, of course, Shanice Loves. And you can hit me up on my email, Shanice 13 at gmail.com. So on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.